Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. In the spirit of reconciliation, the entire team at Curious Freedom acknowledges the traditional custodians of country throughout Australia and their connection to land, waters and community. We acknowledge that sovereignty was never ceded. It always was and always will be Aboriginal land. We pay our respects to their elders past and present and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islanders people listening today. I would like to acknowledge in particular the Darug people who are the original custodians on the land on which I record this podcast. Thank you for showing us what Curious Freedom can look like. Welcome to Curious Freedom with Kirsty Faruja and friends. I am Kirsty Faruja and today I have a beautiful new friend on with me. Her name is Jen and I'm going to let her introduce herself. So welcome, Jen. Well, hello. Thank you so much for having me today. Tell us about yourself. Why are you here? (laughs) (laughs) That's a great question. Why are any of us here, really? (laughs) I am Jennifer Mackey Mary and my business is called Everyday Style and I am on a mission to help real regular everyday women love the way they look and make style simple. Yay. So tell us a little bit about yourself and how you came into doing styling. So becoming a wardrobe stylist was never, it was never my grand career plan. As a kid, I liked clothes, but they didn't necessarily love me back. I have a very, very difficult body to dress. So growing up, I always thought, you know, if I just lost weight, if I worked out more, if I bought bigger clothes, if I did this, if I did that. But somehow it was always wrong. It was always off. It never really clicked for me. And so I felt like I liked style, but it didn't like me back. And then I was, I spent the first part of my career in corporate training, especially in the restaurant industry. And then about 20 
gosh, almost 24 years ago now, that's crazy, I made a change and I went to work for a retail store called Chico's in the United States. And the first thing they did for every employee was to teach the four basic body shapes and how to dress them. And what I discovered my first day of work was that I am not weird or malformed. I'm just an apple, which is a less common, but totally legitimate body shape. And all of a sudden, I learned that the pants that I'd been buying my whole life were never, ever, ever going to work. And I also learned, what should I be looking for? And in that moment, so many of the issues that I had about my body and how it wasn't right and how I needed to change, they were just gone because I was just released from, you know, it's it's me, it's me. No, it's not me. It's just the clothes. And after that, my love affair with clothes was just on. And I just found so much joy in not only dressing myself, but in teaching other women how to dress themselves so they could let go of, you know, all that baggage that they'd been carrying for years and years and finally find the true joy in style and getting dressed and looking the way they want and loving, loving the way they look. That's so awesome. I love watching how lit up you get when you're talking about it. It's beautiful. So can you give us some tips? Tell us what it is that we need to be looking for when we are out shopping. Oh gosh, that is a that's a broad question. You know what I would say first and foremost is you need to be looking for clothes that light you up. I really believe that women know when they look good, right? You put something on and you look in the mirror and you're like, "Oh, yeah, I'm cute," right? Whether it's the color that lights you up or whatever it is, you know, you know when you look good. What women don't typically know is how they got there. They don't necessarily know that that's the right color and maybe they know that's the right color but now they have one color that looks good, right? They don't know how to make that a broader sort of strategy for getting dressed. So Mm -hmm. every time women go shopping, they're taking armloads of stuff into the fitting room again, right? To, to, To recreate that moment. And they're having to go through so many things that are wrong to find the few that are right. And what we try and do is teach the principles and the strategies that get you to what's right a whole lot faster. So instead of you know, going into a store and looking at all the options and taking all the options, you know exactly, oh, that's a good color for me. That's a good color for me. Oh, that's a good neckline for me. That's a good cut of a dress for me. And you're only taking the things in that work for you. So I really think that women should be looking for the things that work for them. And if they don't know what works for them, that's where we have to start, even before we start filling our closets, because this is really how we end up with closets full of clothes and nothing to wear is that we don't know what to buy so we just buy and it doesn't quite work it you know it's not great so we just buy more and more and more and then we end up just really stressed out every morning with all of these choices like we're we're overwhelmed with all of the clothes but we're underwhelmed by how we feel in all of them yes and yes so what are those four types of body shapes that you mentioned earlier So in my business, I really like to stick to the four basic body shapes. There are so many out there. You could really have a different body shape for every woman on the planet because everybody's a little bit different, right? Whether our size is different, our height is different, it all kind of works together. So I like to keep things simple and just focus on kind of the big four, which are apple, pear, hourglass, and rectangle. And an easier description is apple is bigger on top, smaller on the bottom. A pear is the opposite. It's bigger on the bottom, smaller on top. An hourglass is sort of the same on top and bottom. Your hips and your shoulders are equal and you have a well-defined waist. And a rectangle is equal on top and bottom, but without the well-defined waist. Mm -hmm. 
So you have a three-step process that you use with your clients. Do you want to share that with the curious ones? Absolutely. So my three-step process that I used to use for clients was actually for editing their wardrobes, for cleaning out their closets, which is really a good thing to do before you add another piece to your wardrobe. First of all, you need to figure out how you want to look and what looks best on you. The second thing you need to do is clean out your closet and then you need to start shopping again. But we always start with shopping first without the other two things. And it's not a winning strategy. But the three-step process that I used to use with my clients for editing their wardrobes, step one is what I like to call just low-hanging fruit. It's the easy stuff. These are things that do not require trying on or difficult decisions, right? We all have these things in our closets. Like, you know, it needs to go. You know, you don't like how you feel in it. You know, you don't want to wear it. You know that you're not going to want to wear it someday. You don't even need to try that thing on. Just let it go. Get rid of it. And then the step two is where you literally try on every single piece you own. And it's funny that we're recording this today. I'm in the middle of a two-week challenge, a closet edit challenge with my membership. And we are in the part where they have to try on everything. And they say, well, I know it fits. I don't need to try it on. If you like it enough to keep it, you need to try it on. We're going to look for things like fit, flattery, condition. How versatile is it in your wardrobe? And that's when we really make the big decisions. And then step three in the closet editing process happens over time. You know, people ask me, how often do I have to edit my wardrobe? Well, really never. If you do one and two really well, step one and two really well, step three is just kind of that ongoing pruning of your wardrobe. You know, you're flipping through your closet in the morning and you're like, you know, I just don't like this anymore. Okay, pull it out. Or you put something on and you think, ah. I used to like how this looks, but now I just feel drab in it. Let it go. So if you're constantly keeping up with it, you don't have to do that big step two over and over again. Mm, Love it. (laughs) My daughter says to me often, because we're a big decluttering family and her in particular, she loves it. And she's like, mom, you have so many clothes in your closet that I never see you wearing. Can you please declutter? (laughs) And it's been really hard the last couple of years with COVID because I'm like, well, I'm just not going out as much. I'm not seeing as many people and I'm working full time in my business, in my home. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so there's so many clothes in my wardrobe that I love and that I do look good in. I just don't have much opportunity <laughs> to be wearing them. Yeah, I think that's a really interesting point. We do this closet edit challenge every single year. We always do it in February. And obviously last year would have been 2022. People were kind of coming out of the pandemic. 2021 for us was full on. People really weren't going anywhere. And then obviously 2020, we had no idea what was coming our way. So (laughs) every year for the last three, four years, it's been very different. And the advice that I gave people during the pandemic in 21 and 22 was, you have to ask yourself, if you had a place to wear it, would you want to, right? And I was really encouraging my women not to over-edit just because they didn't have a place to wear it. You know, I think everyone's heard that advice, hang your your hangers backwards and then at the end of six months or a year, get rid of what you haven't worn. I don't really believe in that because I would have thrown out most of what I have, right, over the last couple of years. But there's some really great things in there that if I had a speaking engagement or a networking event, I'd absolutely wear them. So I think a better question is, Have I had multiple opportunities to wear this, but haven't? 
if you yeah. could be wearing it all the time, but you're just not, that to me is more telling than that you just haven't had a place to wear it. Yep. Yep. Awesome. Great advice. So can you tell the curious ones your advice on how to let things go without that photo or fear of throwing out? Yes. Photo, fear of throwing out. Photo happens when you don't know exactly who you are and how you want to look. So what happens is we go shopping and we find a good deal. We find something in the clearance section and women get really aspirational when there's a sale, yes. right? Like, <laughs> like hundred <100%. laughs> percent half off a skirt is going to turn us into a different person. And it, it isn't. If you're not a person who likes to wear, say, midi skirts at full price, you're not a person who likes to wear them when they're half off either. But we get really aspirational when we shop, especially on clearance. And we think, well, maybe, maybe I'm the kind of person who, who will want to wear this Someday. And someday is a word that just drives me bananas because there is no someday. There's no someday. If you don't want to wear it, you don't want to wear it. You're never going to want to wear something that you don't want to wear today. You just won't. So getting really clear on how it is you want to look eliminates almost all the photo. And I give the advice that you need to have three style words that describe how you want to look, not how you want to feel, right? So comfortable is not a style word. If someone comes up to you and says often, oh, you look so comfortable, that's not a compliment. That's not a compliment. <laughs> Everybody's mind when I said that went to laying on the couch, right, in pajamas. Yeah. Everybody. <laughs> it's not a style word. We don't want to look comfortable. We want to feel comfortable, absolutely, but we don't want to look comfortable. So we want to come up with three words, and they don't have to mean anything to anyone but you. That describe how you want to look. So for example, mine are current, fun, and polished. I always want my wardrobe to look current. I don't really want to look trendy, but you know, doing what I do, I need to look like I know what's going on, right? I can't, I can't look extremely dated. I want to look current. I want my wardrobe to be fun. So whether it is a fun print, a bright color, a graphic tee, I like a little bit of quirkiness to my wardrobe, something that's a little personal to me. And then I always want to look polished, which to me means that my clothes fit well and they're in good condition. And there's something about my outfit that looks intentional, whether it's a little half tuck or a roll of a sleeve, whatever it is. When you know those three words and you're editing your closet, you can say, all right, this, I don't know, old floral dress. Is it current, fun, and polished? Nope. It can go. And you give yourself permission to let go of things because you know they're just not for you. You know you're not going to become a person who wants to wear an old floral dress. So maybe your words are elegant, uh, refined, and feminine. You know, if there is something that is oversized and baggy and sort of, you know, a, a really relaxed fit and a boxy shape and a more masculine fabric, you can let that thing go because you'll never want to wear that. It's not going to make you feel like the best version of yourself. So picking those three words that describe how you want to look eliminates almost all the photo. My goodness. Now I'm like, ooh, buzzing with what what words would I use to describe how I want to look? <laughs> and I think fun is definitely my word too. <laughs> it's a good one. It's a good one. But again, you know, fun to you might mean something completely different than fun yes. to me. As long as you can identify it, that's all that matters. Yeah, that's awesome. 
Okay, so in your opinion, what is the number one mistake that women make when clearing out their wardrobes? I really think it's holding on to things for someday. (laughs) And to speak to that a little bit more broadly, I think that women get really wrapped up in guilt and emotion when it comes to clothes. And we have a lot of guilt about the money that we spent on it, or we have a lot of guilt that we used to be able to wear it and now we can't. And I think that hanging on to clothes because of guilt is a huge mistake. Because those clothes that you can't wear or that you don't want to wear that you spent money on, they don't motivate you to do anything different, right? If you go into your closet and you have a whole bunch of things that, you know, were expensive when you bought them or expensive to you, whatever it is, or they are three sizes smaller, they make you feel bad. I always like to say they mock you in the morning, but they don't motivate you during the day. And going into your closet in the morning and having those feelings, it sets the tone for the entire day. So I think that a huge mistake we make is thinking that by keeping it, we're somehow going to be different or do different or, you know, want to choose the vegetables instead of the French fries, whatever it is. Jeans you can't wear, they don't help you make that decision, right? That it doesn't, that does not happen. So I really think the biggest mistake we make when editing our wardrobes is really getting into our feelings, especially feelings of guilt and letting those drive our decisions rather than looking at what is your wardrobe? What is your wardrobe supposed to do for you? Your wardrobe is supposed to get you dressed every single day. It's supposed to make you feel good. It's supposed to propel you to do the things that you want to do. For example, moms, especially new moms, they always want to be the cute mom at the park, right? You go to the park and you feel frumpy and you feel dowdy and there's that cute mom and you think, oh, I can't talk to her. I can't, she's got her stuff together and I don't, I'm just a hot mess. Well, when you put on an outfit you like, all of a sudden you go talk to that mom. If you're in a meeting as a working woman and you don't like the way you look, you are less likely to speak up. So when you have an outfit you like, when you feel confident, you're more willing to play a bigger role. And if we start looking at clothes as a catalyst to helping us get what we want, rather than things that shame us every single morning, I think we'd all be in a much, much better spot. Oh my gosh. I love it. When I go into homes and I'm helping people to declutter their wardrobe, I am saying fairly similar things to you. Like, why would you want to walk in here and feel shame and guilt every time you're in here? You want to be walking in and going, oh, look at all the clothes that I could wear today. And they all look awesome on me. And I feel great in all of them. Yeah. (laughs) I may not have anywhere to wear them to yet. (laughs) (laughs) Yet being the operative word. Yes. Yet. You know, it's funny. I recently read this article. It was a little bit older, but it was saying that people, and it was I think it was New York Times, a, the majority of people found what to wear to dinner to be a big enough stressor that they didn't want to go out with their friends for dinner. And over the course of my career, I have worked with so many women who have missed big things in their lives because they didn't have the right things to wear. Like, that's crazy to me. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. I had a client who skipped her friend's wedding. Because she didn't have anything to wear. I know the face you're making right now is exactly how I felt, but hopefully I hit it because, you know, but she didn't go. She couldn't face shopping. She just had a baby. It was too hard. Didn't want to go. Your friend's wedding. Hopefully it only happens one time, right? We want to be there. 
If your clothes are holding you back from enjoying these big moments in life and even small moments in life, we need to fix it. And and clothes are infinitely figureoutable in all of the craziness of this world. Like we can figure out pants. That one we can do. And if all it takes is putting the right pants and the right shoes and a cute blouse into your wardrobe to make you want to fully live your life, that is a really good investment to me. Like a really good investment. Yes. (laughs) Like... Keep preaching it, my friend. Keep <laughs> preaching it. It's so good. <laughs> so what tips can you give us on organizing the wardrobe so that you're utilizing the prime real estate that yeah. is your wardrobe? I love that you can speak on this too. So the first thing I want everyone to think about is how they shop their closets, right? I like to think about our closets being the boutique that we shop from each morning. And if you, everyone has a favorite boutique, but if you went to that boutique and all they had were clothes that were too small for you, you wouldn't want to go there anymore. Or (laughs) if all they had was clothes that you could have worn five years ago, or maybe you could wear again in five years, you wouldn't want to go there either. So you need to look at your closet like it's a boutique that you shop from every morning. And along with that, how do you shop your closet? So for me, when I go into my closet, I go left to right. That's how I flip through things. My husband on the other side would go right to left. Yeah. So just thinking about where do I need things to be easy and accessible? When we moved into the house that we're currently in, I had just a couple of like folded shelves way, way, way at the back of this long galley closet that I had. Well, when I redid my closet, I moved those shelves closer to the door because those are the things I grab on a daily basis, like my jeans, sweatshirts, t-shirts, that kind of stuff. So I wanted that more accessible to me because that's how I shop my closet. That's how I get dressed. Then what I want everyone to do, and I am so sorry to all the people listening who love the idea of a rainbow colored closet, but stop organizing your closet that way. Stop it. It looks pretty. I get it. It's beautiful. You can admire your handiwork. I know there's a Netflix show about it. Knock it off. Here's why. Here's why. We don't get dressed by color. Nobody wakes up and says, oh, I have to wear blue today. We get dressed by weather and activity, right? That's how we get dressed. So we want to organize our clothes accordingly. And what we want to do is hang all like items together, all tops together, all jackets together, all cardigans together, all dresses, all pants, all skirts, all like items together. And then in the way you shop your closet, tops get hung ascending or from from shortest sleeve, like tank tops, camis, sleeveless things, all the way down to long sleeve. So then what happens is you wake up and you go, oh, I have a meeting today. I have to get dressed up. I need a blazer. You go to the blazer section, you grab it. And now you don't have to go through eight colors to find all the pieces that could go under that blazer. You go to the one section of tops that goes under the blazer. And if you do want to do the rainbow, you do it in the sections. You do the rainbow of the blazers, the rainbow of the camis, the rainbow of the jeans. I know that I should give people that advice. I just, I am such a simple person. Like I I can't do anything that's too complicated or too many steps. I think if my closet ends up with all the short sleeve tops together, that's That's a win for me. If someone really wants to get really technical, go for it. Do that yeah. color-coded thing. But it takes more time to put clothes away when you do that. A hundred percent. It takes Most more time to get dressed people, when you do I just, yeah. Uh, just, just put them we're together. Trying to in, 
we're trying to encourage people to not have a floor drobe. So just hanging it in the wardrobe (laughs) is better than having this aspirational color-coded <laughs> one one day the color coded thing will be done and I will I will be so happy. But the other bit of advice I give women is organize your closet that way before you start cleaning it out. And everyone thinks yes. I'm a little crazy when I tell them to organize things they're just going to get rid of. But what happens is when you do that, you go, "Oh, I have a cardigan problem." I can't stop buying cardigans. When they are divided up into eight sections or nine sections, you have no idea how many you have. But you put them all together and you think, oh, we need an intervention for my cardigans. This is this is out of hand. But then when you also realize is you don't have any tops that go under cardigans, so that's why you're not wearing them. So I have everyone, and that was really our third or fourth day of the challenge. We do a lot of stuff before we even touch our clothes in, in, in our challenge. But we had them do that. And, and the biggest epiphanies came from this one day. They didn't even put anything on their bodies. They just thought, oh, I don't actually have any pants. Oh, mm-hmm. I need more sweaters. I need more t-shirts just by looking at it. It's a really, really powerful, simple way to, to get started. And that's why I love doing wardrobes because it's such an illuminating thing for people yeah. to go, oh my goodness, I have 27 pairs of leggings. Yes. And you're like, yeah, yes. you could go a whole month and not wash your leggings, <laughs> but do you ever go a whole month without washing your clothes? Probably not. So maybe we could edit the 27 leggings down to seven. Seven. <laughs> seven. That's very <laughs> interesting to me. I always tell women, you know that day where you feel like you have to do laundry so badly because you have nothing to wear. You know, the day where you think, yeah. oh, I can't, I can't even leave the house today. I have nothing to wear. I have to do laundry. <laughs> That's the day you need to go edit your closet because what's <laughs> left over is all the things you were going to wear someday. Yeah. You're still sitting there and you don't want to wear them. That is gold. I love right? that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so true. So true. Oh. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. 
So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. So what advice would you give to women who have gone through significant body changes for whatever reasons? What tips can you give them? Well, I'll give you a couple of tips for editing your wardrobe when when you've gone through body transitions and then a couple of tips for shopping. And I'll give shopping first. You don't need nearly as much as you think you do. I have seen lots of people, especially after they have a baby, they go and they buy 10 of the same top and a bunch of the same bottom. And they end up with really nothing different to wear, but just lots of stuff. Especially when you are in an active transition, when you are losing weight, when you're postpartum, whatever it is, buy less stuff. Because then when you have to replace it, you don't feel as guilty about it. And everyone wants these things like, what can I wear when I weigh this and this? And there aren't there aren't that many clothes that look good on a wide variety of sizes, right? Like if, if you can wear it when you're a a small and an extra large, there just aren't that, that many pieces. So let go of that idea and just buy fewer things. Make sure they all work together. Stay within one color scheme. So use a grounding neutral, whether it is black, brown, gray, navy, whatever it is, whatever your favorite one is, one neutral. Then you're not, well, I only wear this jewelry with this color and this with this. No, just one neutral, a couple of accent colors, which is really sort of the foundation of a capsule wardrobe. And that's how my capsules came about. But Buy less stuff, but just make sure it all works together. And then when it doesn't fit you anymore, move on. Now, for editing your wardrobe when you have been through changes, usually what I see, I don't really see women who are hanging on to clothes who are that are too big, thinking, well, maybe I'll get back into these someday. Like, <laughs> don't do that. We, can we be honest and say we don't do that? We hang yes. on to clothes that are too small and say, well, maybe I'll get back into them someday. The first thing you need to do is you need to put it on your body. What happens is we gain a little weight, our body changes a little bit, and we start looking at ourselves through our mind mirror instead of an actual mirror. And your mind mirror is a lying liar. She's just terrible. She doesn't say nice things. She does not have your best interest at heart. And she convinces you that nothing you own fits anymore. And so without even any objective data, you start shopping in bigger sizes. So when I would work with a client who would say, oh, those don't fit. Those are too small. I'd say, okay, great. Put them on your body. And so often she'd be like, oh, those, those fit. Oh, who knew? What a wonderful thing. And if that happens, that's great. Now, if that doesn't happen, that's okay too. But now we have an objective data point. How close are we to getting back into those jeans or those shorts or that dress, whatever it is? We have to know this. Because if it's just a little bit snug and you are already making lifestyle changes and you're walking your dog more often and drinking more water, great, great. You just, you know, hang on to them. But if it's far away and you are not willing to do what it would take to get back into those things, let them go. Let them go. Nothing is going to magically be different because they're, they're just hanging there. And like what you said before, and what we both said before, it just makes you feel crap every time you it, walk into yeah. your wardrobe. You're yeah. like, oh my goodness, there's those size eight jeans. I'm never going to get there. Right. 
And rather than telling ourselves the story of, I'm never going to get there, I like to say, I don't want to do what it would take to get back there. For a lot of women, when you're hanging on to clothes that are five, six sizes smaller than what you're currently wearing, it's going to be some really, really hard work. And if you're not ready to do that or you don't want to do it, that's okay. That's okay. You know, Target will make more shorts. They will. They they will always make more shorts. These are not the last shorts. And I have never met a woman who has lost a significant amount of weight and, and said, oh, I can't wait to wear all my old things. Never. Never. And the other thing you have to ask yourself is, if you could wear it again, would you want to? You know, if you're hanging on to those clothes from your early 20s, and maybe they're the low-rise Britney Spears, never going to wear those again after two babies and a couple of C-sections, you can let those go. You can let them go. You're hanging on to an idea rather than a piece of clothing. And you can have the idea even without keeping the jeans. So once you've determined, are you want to get back into those things or what are you going to do? Get them out of your closet. Stop looking at them every day. Put them in a box, put them in a bin, put them with the smallest sizes on the very, very bottom, layering up to what you could wear next if you were losing a little weight. So then your clothes that you're wearing now get a little bit big. You go to the bin, everything you need is right on top and you're not digging through it. You're not trying on clothes. And then A couple of years later, you realize I never went back to that bin because when I could wear those things, I didn't want to, and I wanted new things. So you can just chuck the bin, frankly. But if you want to do the bin, go for it. Which is funny because we call our garbage a bin. Bins. (laughs) Well, there you go. That works too. (laughs) But that's what I say to um, my clients all the time. I'm like, you can go out and celebrate the effort that you've put in to get to whatever it is that you're trying to get to. And the shopping can be the celebration. Like you you go out and you'll find clothes that you actually can feel good in as well. So let go of the clothes because it may take you a while or, you know, I'm, I'm much nicer yeah. <laughs> when yeah. I'm actually saying it to people. But the point is that go and celebrate. And when you've reached that milestone, I remember holding on to pre pregnant clothes that I really loved. And then I eventually made the effort to get there (laughs) and I put them on. I'm like, I don't even like these anymore. They're not current style. And so the only thing I want to clothes. sorry, (laughs) like, what do you say about classic style? Classic, (laughs) classic is another hot button word for me. It's kind of like casual and, and comfortable. There are classic silhouettes and classic outfit formulas. There are very few classic pieces. So let's think about suits, right? And I know that I'm I'm talking to an entirely different country and continent, so I hope that these references hold up, but let's try. Every woman I've worked with who wanted to hang on to old business suits said, well, it's a suit, it's a classic. And I say, okay, do you remember the movie Working Girl from the 80s? And even if you don't know the movie Working Girl, let me just describe it to you. The shoulder pads were enormous. The lapels were huge. The jackets were boxy. The skirts were boxy. And then they go, yeah, okay. And I say, okay, now let's talk about Allie McBeal in the 90s. Now, if you're not familiar with that one, the skirts were so short, you better not drop anything, right? (laughs) They were so short. 
The jackets all had these tiny little buttons, like many, 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 many buttons. The the lapels were sort of skinny. The jackets were long over that micro mini skirt. They're both suits, right? But the pieces themselves date. And a lot of women hang on to things like, oh, these are just black pants. They're just black pants. But they were from, you know, a corporate lifestyle 20 years ago. And we pull them out and the material is heavy and the waist is weird. The leg shape doesn't hold up. Everything dates. There are some things that date quicker than others, right? Like your white shirt, your jeans, those are going to date more slowly than, than other pieces. But if you pulled out just a plain white shirt from 20 years ago, it would look different. It would look dated. And, and those things change so slowly over time that we don't really recognize it, but nothing is current forever. Mm, great. This is so good because you're giving me all these tools to be able to encourage clients <laughs> to let go of 20-year-old clothes. Oh. <laughs> you know, have them go to a store or have them look at what a current white shirt looks like or a current blazer or a current pair of jeans. And you just, even the fabrics, the technology and the fabrics have come such a long way that I don't know if you're a vintage shopper, but sometimes I'll go and I'll try and buy vintage and I'll pick out a dress and I go, oh, this is terrible. This feels bad because the, the fabrics just never felt, they don't, they don't feel like that anymore. So, yeah, you know, everything dates, everything. Everything. I love it. Can I share one really, really, really important point, though? I want to go back to something that we were talking about, about clothes and celebrating when you have put in the hard work. Can we talk about that for sure. a quick sec? Of course. Go for I it. firmly believe in that. I do. Except your wardrobe is a better catalyst for reaching your goals than it is a reward. And let me share what I mean by that. When you're not feeling great about yourself, the natural tendency, the go-to is sort of to put on clothes that, that you don't love, right? You're just getting through. You're not embracing your body right now, embracing your style. You may not feel like you are worth buying the good jeans. And you say, well, when I lose the weight, when I get to this size, when I do this, whatever, then I will buy the good jeans. And we treat clothing like it is a reward. And I don't think loving the way you look should be a reward. I think whatever size you are, Whatever that number is in the back of the pants or on the scale, whatever that is, you deserve the good jeans. Because when you put the good jeans on now, when you put the cute dress on now, you hold yourself differently. You look at yourself differently. You walk differently. And you treat yourself differently. When you are frumping around in two big, stretched out, frumpy clothes, you want to sit on the couch more. You don't want to make good choices right? I mean, you yep. just don't. When you put on pants that fit, no matter what size it is, you treat yourself differently. So I would love women to stop looking at clothes as a reward and start looking at them as the catalyst. When you feel bad about yourself, go buy an amazing outfit because you're worth it. You're worth it. And I guarantee it'll change how you feel about yourself and how you treat yourself and just because I am a person who loves statistics, statistically, most women will never lose the weight. And trust me, I've tried all my life to be a different size. I won't. I, you know, it is what it is. But what we tell ourselves when we say, well, I'm going to reward myself with good jeans or a good dress or a you know pretty blouse is that we will never have it. I'm mm. going to have it now. I'm going to have it then too. That's fine. Yeah. I don't mind buying two. 
I'd love to back to you. That'd be wonderful. But if women walk away with one thing, one thing from this podcast, I really want it to be that you deserve, you deserve to love the way you look today and then too. Oh, I love it. That's so good. Yes. Cause I was like talking about holding on to stuff that is way too small for you. Yes. <laughs> like, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Buy great clothes that you feel good in that light you up and that you feel confident in as you're losing the weight and as you're going or as you're putting on weight, whatever, like you do you, you do you (laughs) and look good as you're doing you. Yeah, exactly. There is this connection that we have put, and I don't like to blame the media for much, but I'm going to put this one squarely on them. There's a connection between weight and wardrobe. Mm. That doesn't exist. When you really think about it, there's nothing that says you can't have nice clothes in a bigger size than you would like. That's a lie that we're telling ourselves. It's a lie that the media has told us. And if we just said, you know what, that's not true. I can have good clothes right now. Mm -hmm. Okay. What would happen? I think good things. Good things. I love it. What a beautiful, beautiful perspective because I am so encouraged by you. I love it. I'm happy to hear that. (laughs) Oh, this has been a lovely chat with you, Jennifer. So can you let the curious ones know where they can follow along, join your membership and do the challenge with you at the moment, or you've got a wonderful podcast. So shout it all out and I'll put it all in the show notes too for the curious ones. Yeah, so you can go to youreverydaystyle.com, Y-O-U-R, everydaystyle.com. From there, you can check out our membership. You can take a free body shape quiz. So we touched so quickly on the four basic body shapes, but if you're still like, I have no idea, we have a really simple four-question quiz right on the homepage you can take. You can find our membership there. In our membership, you get access to all of our style masterclasses, our capsule guides. I know that your audience is mostly in Australia, We offer the opposite season. So currently I am experiencing some crazy winter, but we offer the summer guides to our friends down under as well. So we have that. We also have our quarterly challenges. We've got individual Q and A's that we do. Like it's, if you don't know where to start with your style and you just want a total overhaul or just little changes, our membership is sort of a, a 360 style education that doesn't just teach you what to put on your body or what to buy. It kind of takes a holistic approach. So you can find that on the website. And then my podcast is called The Everyday Style School. It is everything your mom never told you about getting dressed. (laughs) I love it. And what is good about being in the opposite season to you is that most of our fashion is six months behind. Oh, is it really? <laughs> so, That's interesting. Yeah, what, whatever you're wearing this winter, we'll be wearing when it comes to our winter. So you will just be ahead of the trend if we yes. join. And all of our beautiful American listeners and Northern Hemisphere listeners will be in season. <laughs> Perfect. We've got something for yeah. everybody. We do. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Jennifer, for being on the podcast with me today. And yeah, I can't wait to be back with you, Curious Ones, next week. And in the meantime, go check out everything that Jen has to offer. Thank you. Thank you.
Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms.